find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, 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 what up, everyone? What's good, man? Welcome to a very serious episode, a brand new episode of the world-famous Behind the Baller podcast. This will and always be the most unorthodox business show on the planet. This is 100% professional podcasting, museum-quality podcasting. That's all you get here on BTB. Guys, it is the Korean John Daly, a.k.a. Ben Humble, and the back nine of my new life has begun. And please motherfucking believe I'm trying to go low, low. All right. This show has original music by Lakey, theme song by Illegal Cartel. And guys, you already know this show is brought to you by the GOATs in podcast producing, the eight time podcast producers of the year, the Dust Brothers, Miles Davis, and my dog, Jordan Winter who is here with me in Augusta, Georgia for the Masters. Guys, can we get a round of applause? Can we get some hand claps? Man, this without a single doubt will be the hardest episode I have ever recorded in my life. So let's fucking go. Guys, the 2023 Masters set a tee off and MyBookie is your one-stop shop for all your betting needs. This is going to be the most fun Masters in years with all the talent from around the world competing. MyBookie offers the widest variety of bets, including tournament, winners, individual matchups, and live betting. You could also take advantage of the MyBookie money bag for crazy long odds. Boost your betting. My company, Captain Picks, has predicted the last three tournament winners, Moore, Burns, Connors, at 60 to 1, 7 to 1, and 25 to 1, plus numerous top 20 and top 40 hits. Take our picks to the bank at mybookie.ag. Sign up today at mybookie and use promo code BALLER to secure a first time bonus of $1,000. Guys, did you hear me? $1,000. It's simple. Deposit $200 and get $300 of bonus cash by using promo code BALLER. Golf, NBA playoffs, MLB, NHL, UFC, and more. Sign up to tee off with me and the captains live from Augusta. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with my bookie. Guys, before we get into the 13-year-old age ribeye steak i just wanted to say some things i just want to give some notes about life right i've been right you've been come on man y'all don't know like i've been going deep with the thoughts mindset all that right and i just want to say a few things right one stop spending time with the wrong people life is too short to spend time with people who suck your happiness out if someone wants you in their life they'll make room for you. You shouldn't have to fight for a spot. 
Never ever beg for attention of someone who continuously overlooks your worth. And remember, it's not the people who stand by your side when you're at your best, but those who stand beside you when you're at your worst, who are your true friends. Next, stop running from your problems. Face them head on. No, it's not going to be easy. We aren't supposed to be able to instantly solve problems. In fact, we're made to get upset, sad, hurt, stumble, fall. But that's because the whole purpose of living is to face problems, learn, adapt, and solve them over a course of time. This is what ultimately molds us into the person we become. I truly believe this is why I am who I am. Next, stop lying to yourself. Our lives only improve when we take chances. And the first and most difficult chance we can take is be honest with ourselves. Next, I've said this so many times. Stop trying to hold on to the past. You cannot start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading your last one. Stop trying to buy happiness. Most of the things that we desire are expensive. But the truth is, the things we really satisfy, that's really satisfy us, they're totally free. Love, laughter, and working on our passions. Stop rejecting new relationships because old ones didn't work. This one hits real hard. In life, you'll realize there's a purpose for everyone you meet. Some will test you. Some will use you. Some will teach you. But most important, some will bring out the best in you. Stop holding grudges, guys. Don't live your life with hate in your heart. Forgiveness is the answer. Let go. Find peace. Liberate yourself. And remember, forgiveness is not just for other people. It's for you, too. If you must forgive yourself, move on. Try to do better. Something that I fuck up all the time. Stop doing the same things over and over without taking a break. The time to take a deep breath is when you don't have time for it. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. Sometimes you need to distance yourself to see things clear or clearly. Stop overlooking the beauty of small moments. Enjoy the small things because one day you may look back and discover they were the big things. The best portion of your life will be the small, nameless moments you spend smiling with someone who matters to you. At last, stop playing the victim. Bad shit happens in life. Sometimes it's our fault. Sometimes it's just an unfortunate coincidence. By taking responsibility, we can learn how to manage disappointment and make better plans in the future. This is the last thing. And when my sons are a little older, don't know where I'll be in life. There's a lot of weird shit going on. Stop blaming your circumstances. This goes to a lot of people that I love. Ain't no subliminals. There's some people I know that are going to say they ain't listening to this episode. This one's for you because I know you're listening.
Some people are born rich. Some people are born poor. We can't always control our circumstances. But we can control how we react to them and overcome challenges. Focus on the things you can control and forget about the things that you can't. Guys, don't try to change anyone. Change how you deal with them. Right? I told you. It's already hard trying to change yourself. And I have. It's impossible to try to change someone else. Okay? The Dalai Lama said, when you lose, don't lose the lesson. And that's it. That's it for my notes. I was talking to Stephen Malbin. He's known about this since probably the day after it happened. Because I was like completely just, I'm just fucked up. And he goes, Ben, man, look, see me go through some pain. We're shooting part three. He's married with two kids. He's been through a lot. His wife has evolved a lot of things with him. I don't envy other people. You know, there's a lot of people out there that I've been the poster child. We've been the token, beautiful family online. Now, the thing is this. What I'm about to say about my wife and our situation, I'm not going to sit there and say behind closed doors our shit was fucked up. I'm also not going to say our shit was perfect. But it was really good. So, why is it coming to an end? Who knows? As crazy as this may sound, I don't even know if it is the end. There's going to be peaks and valleys, all kinds of shit. There's going to be a lot of regret. Steven hit me up. He says, yo, bro, you know when you're on a plane and you're flying through turbulence? What's the first thing the flight attendant and the people say to you, right? They say, they always tell you, put on your mask first and then help others. Right? Because what good are you? You can't help anybody else, right? Well, right now is time for me to put on my mask first and then help my family. Because if I don't, we all die. Right? I'm the captain of the ship. And Nicolette and the kids, they're the crew and the passengers. You guys understand what the fuck I'm saying? Okay? Finally, I know it's my caption, a lot of people like it, but look, I don't give a fuck if I came from the Vanderbilts, Kennedys, I don't fucking know, the LeBron James family, I don't give, doesn't matter. The family that you create is more important than the family you come from. I was a late bloomer, always have been, and I'm sorry for the dead silence. I'm literally speechless. Guys, let's get into it, man. I never thought in a million years that I'd be telling you guys, BTB Army, everyone, the situation, right? I was ready to tell you guys a week ago because I was at peace with what was going on. I got a lot on my plate, guys. I've changed careers. My financial situation hasn't been great. 
And it's not even about that because my happiness was coming from a different place. And as painful as this is, I've come to the realization that I need to move forward on from my family and my friends. Now, all things, even great things come to an end and I truly gave them my best. Now guys, this is my fault. I wasn't present enough. Why? I was really out trying to provide a better life for my family. And while I pivoted into golf with the only intention to retire early and spend more time with my wife and the kids, she says we became more disconnected than ever. Now, let me say this part. I have documented on this show OGBTB, the BTB Army who really does listen to every episode, you know, since the beginning of last summer, I have talked about how important it was to try to get in retirement, spend more time with Nick, spend more time with the kids, but I was changing careers. Now, to even start out at a 28, motherfuckers might shoot 130, 140, who knows, you know, I've played some whatever courses, got to play some amazing courses throughout the last, what is it, 10 months? Hold on, so May. June, July, August, September, October, November, December, February, nine months, right? And to tell you the truth, the last month and a half, I've just really not been playing that much. I'm on my gangster shit with the practice, but I got down to a solid 10. My index on my gym, my USGA is like 8.6 or something. That's just because of slope ratings, all that bullshit. I'm a solid 10. I'm going to shoot low 80s anywhere. I don't give a fuck. Still could shoot a 90 somewhere here and there, but I'm saying your boy got serious with it. And I know I'll get down to a six or seven and I'm talking about like, for real, I'll go play with anybody. Obviously my goal is to get to scratch and I think it happened in a couple of years. My coach probably thinks it, it could happen sooner. But during 2022, guys, I took my wife out on three to four dates. We're not talking vacations. We're not talking about the cruises, the trips to Cabo, to San Francisco, whatever. One-on-one, me and her. And two of those dates were breakfast and lunch. That's absolutely unacceptable. And sometimes after a long day of the grind, maybe a shitty round, other stress from other work, daily bullshit. I'd come home in not so pleasant of a mood, right? That along with not being gentler in general with Nick. Now understand this. I've changed my life 2,000% for her and my family since we met. This is something that is not up for debate. There is no two sides to the story. The only two sides would be like, shit, you changed it 10,000%. People who know me for 20 plus years have been like, I don't think Nick Lode even knows. She wasn't you know, reading the blog back in the day. 
when I had the Ben Baller blog spot, when I was a fucking alcoholic, was out partying, doing drugs and doing stupid shit. She's like, you don't even drink. You don't even drink. How my boys be like, yo, you want me to talk to her? On my 50th birthday, like, you want me to let her know? Like, you don't drink because you want to stay married. You don't want to take your pants off. You don't want to be this, this, and this. Now, mind you, Nick ain't no alcoholic. I'm just saying. But since me and Nick met, you know, I have changed my entire life. I knew I had to. Now, this is the crazy part. I didn't know this until therapy. Didn't know this until my sister had kind of broke it down to me. This is a fact of life. Women change. This is scientifically proven. Women change through a course of time and throughout their adulthood. They may change two or three times. Women come from a more loving place, come from a place of affection. Men do not change. We will deal with pain. We will deal with complaining. We will deal with whatever. Go on the golf course, we ain't tripping. Men ain't filing divorce, guys. Men just are not filing divorce. My divorce attorney is probably one of the illest divorce attorneys in the earth. She's literally the fucking Michael Jordan of divorce attorneys. And she's like, look, 95% of the divorces I handle are from women. Stupid reasons, small reasons. The 5% of men that have divorced, 100% of them divorced because of cheating. Right? And again, I'm still learning. I still got, you know, more to go. And I'm still even changing. But it was a little too late. Maybe later down the line we figure it out. Maybe we don't. I want everyone to know here. Nicolette Laxon Yang is the absolute love of my life. You guys know in 350 episodes, I have mentioned her in at least 75 to 85% of the episodes in some way or another. I've never spoke negatively about her. Not ever, except like, you know, making jokes like, oh, she'll bitch about this, this, and this. She is, without a doubt, the love of my life. She changed my life. She's moved on. It's time for me to focus on me. And like I said, I feel like without even trying, you know, I took to being a dad and being a husband like fucking shit. A moth to a flame for real. I actually became a role model out there for dads. People looked up to us as a married couple. We got kids in private school. Got a beautiful home. Five-star vacations. Travel all over the world. Every kid's had a passport since they were fucking eight, ten months. I bought a fucking RV during the pandemic so we could go fucking, you know, take on the road and not have to worry about being somewhere. And at the end of the day, nobody missed a meal. Well, guys, look, I'm sorry. To my wife, we are separated. Nobody has filed for divorce yet. I posted that because I needed to take the band-aid off. And I'll get in that in a little bit. The last thing I want to do is break up our family. The most important thing out of all of this is I need my three children 
to remain unscathed. Everyone's lives will change now. Especially my brother-in-law Vince, who I love dearly. My mother-in-law, who I love so much. I've spent more time with my mother-in-law in the last 13 years than I spent with my own mom in 25, 30 years. My father-in-law, my Seahawks partner, great dude. Hate to say this, he listens to every episode. He's the most non-confrontational person I know. Don't think I've ever seen him get mad outside a Seahawks game. He's the best dad a girl like her could have. Am I jealous Nicolette grew up in a loving household? Not really. My household is total opposite. It is what it is, though. Like I said, she made me a better man. She really did. She banged on my head. She's like, yo, why are you doing that? How would you post that? Why would you do this? And in the last two months, she has always been the most logical person between the two of us. The most rational, too. But I don't know who she is. I, I can't say that that is the case. It's not a negative thing. It's just just telling you guys. What I do ask is, you respect my kids' privacy. I don't give a fuck what you say about me. That's never been... I came from a place of very low cheerleading. I don't give a fuck what you guys say. If I ever reply back, it's just to make a joke and make you look stupid. Okay? Respect Nicolette's privacy. Okay? Nicolette is a very good person. In 13 years, Nicolette has never lied to me. She has never done anything outside of being just a good mother and a wife. I could not have asked for a better woman that took the motherhood and, and took my verbal abuse, you know, from times here and there. Very sensitive woman. Very sensitive. When you get to zero to 10, she's definitely 100% at the zero. It's what I mean is like, someone could talk about her shoes and it would bum her out for days. It would bother her. And I wish she wasn't so insecure about shit because she is the most beautiful woman I know in the world, inside and out. Whatever flaws that she's pissed about or maybe keep her up at night for stupid reasons. I feel like, Nick, if you're listening, fucking delete Instagram from your phone, man. Right? It's just a little too late. And me losing sight and losing my way is the cause. And if you ask me, do I regret this? <laughs> I may regret this for the rest of my life. It's been a hell of a start to 2023. And these last eight, nine weeks have been the worst eight, nine weeks of my life. Without any doubt. Gotta move forward, right? Just, it's fucking insane. That's the problem. Now, I don't want anybody to speculate infidelity, cheating, someone doing some shit like that. 
There was no domestic abuse. I've never put my hands on Nick. She has never hit me, slapped me. I don't think Nick is even, I don't know. I remember the times she would hide behind a wall when we first started dating. And she would like jump up and scare me. One time she threw my, I threw my back out and she thought it was funny, but she felt bad. But there was a liveliness about her. That shit went away. Now, am I to blame for whatever's going on with her? I don't want to get into that too much. No fucking way. There's definitely something else going on and that's none of my business to tell you guys. I think she definitely has some issues that she needs to face. Now, if a priest were to ask me, do I think I was the perfect husband? I would say, no, I wasn't. Even with all the bullshit. Sorry. Now, I have never really been that delusional. I've never backed somebody because they're in my family that deep. Unless they really were the shit at what they did. I was a damn good husband. If I had a hundred fuck ups, I had a million great things to offset it off. Look, man, moving forward is always tough. I don't even know what to fucking expect. I get PTSD thinking about how many schools I kicked out of, transferring from fucking Cal to San Francisco State. It's like the first day of training camp in college. Some folks I recognize, some I don't. Changing sports, changing teams. I don't know, except this time, it's the hardest move I've ever done. I have talked about how much I hate moving out of houses. We talked about getting a crazy house a couple years ago. Thank fucking God we didn't. Women out there listening, you want a man who's got money? Look, most girls... I want Channing Tatum. I want fucking six foot four, big dick, tattoos, six pack abs, has at least 25 million, no kids. Like, come on, man. Let's get into reality. Okay. Nick once told me this a couple years ago and she was laughing. She's like, babe, where am I going? I'm not going anywhere. I got three kids with you. Like, it's a wrap. And I left. It was really the craziest thing for her to say that. That's why this now is just, it's insane. Right? This is 100% the hardest move. This could have easily been our forever home. Well, not where I'm at right now, obviously. Our kids are so happy where we live. They fucking love our house. I've always associated moving with my childhood. And the only time it's meant something this deep was when we got into the home. So I thought was our forever home. This type of shit could really fuck your entire mental up. Guys, I spent one quarter of my lifetime with Nicolette. 
she spent one third of her entire life with me. We built a family of five, three beautiful kids. It's not easy to let go. I can never repay Nicolette for all that she's done and for my life. And I am mad because I don't feel like I deserve this. I had to say that. I think after, you know, some very important people in her life told her like, yo, I don't know what you're thinking about. Did he hit you? Did he fuck around? Did he kill somebody? I don't know, just like the most drastic things. No, no, and no. It drove me wild. I went to therapy. Finally, we went to, I thank my sister, who listens every so often. My sister was able to really break down some sense into her. We're not going to get into the fucking horrible fucking influences. She, she don't get it. And again, if you listen to the last two episodes, it you wouldn't get it if you were in the situation. You could have the best people around you. So fucking nice, supporting, drive you fucking seven hours, would drive 22 fucking hours to drop off a fucking skill to you. You really got to think about that type of shit. Why are they doing that? Because they're so good. No. No. You don't realize that energy is so infectious and it gets into your bloodstream. Go back home and don't align with your house. I'll say this. Nick has always been very humble, very private. She's never asked for you know, extra attention. She's changed her page into an influencer page. She wants Trace to make some money off this. She should have did that years ago. But she taught me a lot about love. Her background, my background. She's never really played games. She's pretty much cool with every one of her serious ex-boyfriends. Right? The ones that really mattered. I'm saying people she spent time with, whatever. She can call them anytime. They were cool. Now, those guys' wives or girlfriends, whatever, they may not be cool. And that's whatever. I'm just saying, don't think that Nick hates me. She still wants to be friends. I just think at this point, I can't move on. The only part that fucked up is <laughs> currently I've been living in Airbnbs and hotels and shit, right? But we still live together. So it's just like, it's tough. Started noticing it maybe about a year ago. Over the past six months, at least. I don't think there's anybody in the world who knows my wife better than me. Now, as far as the base, I would say be her mom. As far as the base and overall, I would say her brother. Now, there's like two or three girls who really know her, know her. I spent 13 years of my life with this woman. I know her for real, for real. And right now, I don't have a fucking single clue who the fuck she is. Right? Like I said, women change. It's a fact. When you mix that in with the wrong crowd, I'd never jeopardize my family over fucking anybody. No one has to answer you. You could vent and someone could listen. I've said this already. 
That's called being complacent. Shit fucked up happens to me. And again, remember, I'm 50. You know how much fucking life I've lived and, and how many people I've met? Because I've lived so much life. If one of my boys was going down the wrong road and he's just like, no, dog, just, just please just let me out. No, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. I'm not going to hear you out. You got three beautiful kids, bro. I don't give a fuck. Look, this is fixable. Oh, you fell out of love. Motherfucker, go fall back in love. Go get hypnotized because you tripping. It's disappointing, guys. Last few weeks, I have no idea who she is. She was like a pressure cooker. Held in a lot of shit. Takes two to tango, guys. Takes two. I'm willing to take a lot of blame. Can't take it all. Okay. That pressure cooker came off. She went off. And she needed to. I deserved it. Like I said, I went to therapy. She said I was helping. We were in a pretty good place. I said we were probably at a one in a billion when she told me because I could just see the energy. Sending flowers, trying to buy shit. just wasn't it. It's funny. Giving gifts. I've been a very generous person. 95% of the people who listen to this show know I've given them something. I have done so much for my fucking followers. Think about what I do for the people I love. But we're in a good place. She told me she didn't want to celebrate her 40th birthday. I think she had already knew that she wanted to leave. and uh, She was upset with a lot of things. The crazy part is like, a lot of people have been telling me, you're going to come out this stronger. You're going to come out this better. You're going to come out this. Yeah. For the people with the ball in their court though, I will say this. It's like 99.99% of the time. The grass is not green on the other side. Right? And when I finally decided, yeah, it's time to dip. Was that? She finally agreed to go to marriage counseling. See a therapist. The thing about this is, it's like a death in your own family. Or someone you love, like the closest friend you have, right? It's like a death. Except that person is still alive. The problem is, once we said, I do, once we both said, I do, it was us against the world. Period. Nicolette came before my mom, sister. Nobody came before Nick. All I do was try to be the best provider, give her the best possible life, give the best possible life to my kids. And as proud as I am to have done that for 13 years, I feel like I failed. Like when a game ends off a foul of a bad call, like it never got to play out. You know what I'm saying? You're like, what if? No, wait, hold on. Then you see the foul wasn't a foul. She's like, that's like, that's life. And that's what makes me resilient. And I have faced adversity all my life. Why, why would God want any different for me? I'm so fucking tired. And even that quote, can't change the beginning, but I could change the ending. And maybe Nicolette's not an ending, I don't know. 
I just know this. London, Ryer, and Kai are there with me until I leave this earth. That's, not a, that's without a doubt. That's enough. That's my motivation. I don't even want much out of life anymore. Other than see some places I still haven't been to. Then again, who knows where we are in three, six, 12 months. My boy is going through this right now. And it's crazy. He was with his girl for shit. 20 years. Married 16. Very similar situation. In some really creepy ways. Very similar. Weird as fuck. Finally moving to his new place. He had to go through a lot of shit. A lot of therapy. I was like, bro, would you take her back? He said, like, absolutely fucking not. I'm like, wow. Look, a lot of people I know have been to divorces have been telling me, you get to the other side, you'll be all right. I know I'll be all right. I'm at the point where I'm at peace with it. But I don't want to be all right. I want to absorb some more pain. Look, all I want is to make sure that my kids are good. And believe me or not, I want Nick to be happy. I want him to be able to still choke and hide behind the wall, scare people, make jokes. Something's off. It's crazy. Sometimes it's not your job to make someone believe you. They should. And nobody can tell me what my intentions were or what was inside my heart. If the other side can't see that, that means we truly weren't aligned. And at the end of the day, I was Nicolette's biggest fan and her supporter. A lot of her followers are probably my followers, which I don't really give a fuck. I don't want anybody to follow her or nothing. I just know I always comment, damn, baby, you look good. You're killing it. I think back like, damn. A lot of shit that I never talked about because I'm the man. I'm supposed to be stronger, but it is what it is. Now, that's it for that, guys. That was way more than I expected to share. Still very vague in many ways, but I wanted you guys to get some transparency out of me. Now, do I got... More gas in the tank. I'm 50. Shit, my mom said her life began at 40 when she had me. My mom did. My dad did. And even if I didn't, I got no fucking choice. I got three kids I got to look after. Right? Guys, this is not the episode I ever wanted to record for you guys. Let's take a break. Lakey music in the background kind of, kind of, <laughs> kind of really sets the tone for this whole shit, man. But um, yeah, let's let's pay some commercials, man. I'll be right back, guys. Rocket Money has saved me so much money because it tracks all my spending. Try for free for 30 days. Just enough time to try it and then completely forget about it. 
Rocket Money also helps you find those forgotten subscriptions so that you can stop paying for ones you don't use. Rising prices of everything stressing you out? Well, if you're looking for ways to cut costs, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorizes your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. That's rocketmoney.com slash baller. rocketmoney.com slash baller. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash baller. Yo, yo, what up, y'all? We're back. Man, it's... Obviously, you guys know I've been having a rough fucking last few months, man. A couple months, it's been crazy, you know? I gotta say, I respect Nicolette for the fact that she could have told me and fucked up my 50th, but it wouldn't have mattered. I still want her there. You know, just weird. It's fucking crazy still. I spent a shit ton of time with my kids in the last two months. My relationship with London Ryder is the best it's ever been. My relationship with Kaya is better than it's ever been. So I spent a lot of time with my kids this weekend. Friday, the kids had a play date, sleepover. We did pizza, hit Dave and Buster's. Saturday, we hit the park, took the dogs for a walk. And then I took my kids to their first Hollywood movie premiere. I cannot believe of so many red carpets I've been. Thing is, I've been on a lot of red carpets, but never one that mattered where I'm at right now in life. People think I'm more important than I am. This was the first time I ever walked a red carpet with my kids. It's fucking sad. I never got, I've walked a red carpet with my wife before several times. It's sad I didn't get to walk with her for this premiere. I felt like a hero, even though I'm not, you know, I wasn't anybody in the movie, but I'd like to say, first off, thank you, Universal Pictures. Thank you, my boy, Aaron Levant, for giving me the invite. It was amazing. Um, movie was really fucking good. I told you Puss in Boots was one of the best movie ever, but Ryder, Kaya, and London said this is the best movie they've seen. It's right there with Puss in Boots. It was good. We got to meet Jack Black. My sister dressed him for like 10 years or so. Dressed his wife for a long time. His mom. Jack is super talented. Got to meet Chris Pratt. It was cool. The whole cast was there, or the main cast was there. Didn't see any other celebrities in the crowd, really. But it was good. Comes out this Friday. Definitely check it out. As you know, I've done 13 sessions of therapy in the last two months. It's almost twice a week, right? I don't know if I'm going to continue. I don't know. I should. I haven't figured it out yet. But there are 69 plus million people in the world who play golf who will never get to go to Augusta National. So I am fucking honored. Thank you, Jay Lindbergh, for taking my crew. First class, they got us a mansion. Got to play golf. We get to go to fucking Augusta. Get to watch a little bit part of the Masters. 
fucking excited, man. Then when I get back, we got spring break. Just get to chill. Just want to have fun, man. Oh, you know what? We'll get into some movies. We'll get into some shit. Sorry, man. My brain is just so out of it, man. I'm so fucking just so just out of it. Last Monday, I got invited by Cash App publicist crew to go see the new Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Nike movie, Air movie. That's Sonny Vaccaro landing Michael Jordan to Nike. Story's pretty public, but it was fucking phenomenal. Matt killed it. Chris Tucker killed it. Ben Affleck did his thing. Jason Bateman killed it. Viola Davis fucking killed it. Such a good fucking movie, man. The fucking, the time era costumes and fucking continuity was just impeccable. So good. Hit me different because obviously I became a million off selling sneakers. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I wore Jordans the first time they came out. Nothing in my life was retro when I was coming up. Right. Oh yeah, we got, me and my kids, we, uh, on Sunday went to the zoo. We, um, caught some boba. Went to Santa Monica Pier and went to Carnival. Went on the rides and everything. And then, we decided to drive home yesterday and we watched Dungeons and Dragons and London Ryder loved it. Kind of liked it for a little bit. She was napping a little bit. She was tired. We did a lot of walking today. The zoo. We've never done shit like that. Like not ever, ever. Like shit. We had such a fucking big Sunday it's just crazy you know um, I think my kids think I'm Superman it's gonna be rough as fuck being away from them you know what I'm saying five days be gone but um, what else man oh shout to Eric Costin my dog professional skater Michael Jordan skaters he blessed me with the new Nike SB Jordan 4's white clover green. I'm wearing them right now here for Augusta. Dope as fuck. Thank you, Eric. I love you, man. You've been a great talk. All the shit that's going on with you, man. I wish you the best. Supposed to go to Hawaii next week. Kids looking forward to it. I don't even know. My brain is just not in it. But I look forward to going under Augusta National, going to the pro shop, all that stuff and everything. I know I just said that earlier, but again, I'm a little bit out of it, guys. Uh, this really, 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 really tough episode. Oh, Ghost this week. Even though it was a filler episode, motherfucker still got murked. It was good. It was episode three. Definitely the weakest out of the three, but it was still good. Very watchable. I don't know what else is coming out. Oh, you know what? Start watching the 9-11 documentary on terror. It's fucking good. It's definitely one of the better documentaries on 9-11, and there's still some more shit going on. It's crazy. But guys, man, I know I didn't give you guys an hour. Close. But I gave you a hell of insight about what's been going on in my body, in my mind, my whole person. I really don't even know where to begin. 
back nine started. I had a good tee shot. Maybe some up and downs. Some people who don't play golf don't understand what that means. But I don't know, man. Still fresh. I want to jump in front of it, you know. I want Nick to start her new life. And again, I know she still loves me. It's not that. I don't hate her. I just, I don't know, man. It's weird. Strange. I'm just worried about my kids, man. Anyways, guys, I will see you back next week. Giving you a full report about what happened in, in Augusta. And, and that's it, man. Guys, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry to sound so somber and and be down, but it's it, it's a tough time. I'm glad we spoke about it. And um, guys, this is not your practice life, man. Got to make it a great day. Um, weather's kind of muggy out here, but we're Gucci, man. All right, guys. I love y'all. I appreciate the support. There's been insane people hit me up. Like, Jesus Christ. A-list celebrities, people from different countries, homies, this and that. I replied to 10 people out of like maybe 1,600 messages just because I respect these people. And most people I replied to were, were married. Heard a lot of insight, but doesn't matter, man. Doesn't matter. Everything sounds the same. Some people do. I do get a little relaxation because I see like, yo, there's, there's a, I feel like I'm talking to a mirror. But like I said, all good things come to an end, guys. And this show is over. You're laking in the background. You know what time it is. All right. So, yo, same bad channel, same bad time. See y'all next week. I love y'all. Peace. Peace.